You are tuned in to Lightworkers Lounge. Tales of having a human experience in a spiritual world. Wouldn't you agree that this world can be so incredible? So absolutely magical. Beautiful. It's like when you're falling in love, songs take on a whole new meaning. It's like every person on the radio is singing directly to you. The grass looks greener, quite literally. All of a sudden you notice different things in the world. People smiling brighter. You feel like you look more beautiful. Food tastes better or you're not even hungry at all and you lose weight and feel great. But then on the other token... People lose their children to death. People, there's some adults who have just been handed the short end of the stick over and over and over. Some kids get kidnapped. Some dogs get run over. There's some really fucked up, twisted things that happen in this same world that has so much luxury and beauty and love. How on earth can these two coexist on earth? And I think that's the great human trajectory is learning how to marry the two. Ooh, and then we can go down a rabbit hole of past lives, karma, to explain why some people have it easy and why some people have it hard. To explain why the love of your life passes away a year after marriage. To explain why the happiest person in the room loses their shit and kills themselves. There's some just interestingly deep and beautiful things in this world. And I start this episode by sharing this because... In my personal opinion, as astrologer, astrology is an art. Please remember this. Each astrologer has their own way of interpreting it. I'm going to start calling it art astrology because it's an art. This full moon we have tomorrow, August 11th, is that dynamic. That was a very extreme version of it because, well, go big or go home here on Lightworkers Lounge. But... The sun is in the sign of Leo. Leo rules our inner child. It's ruled by the sun. A Leo child is usually the easiest child to raise, just based off of their sun sign. A lot of Leos are surrounded by friends, always at parties. They came here to experience the finer things, the luxuries, the easy part of life, the beauty, the falling in love every three months with a new partner so they are in a consistent honeymoon phase. But Aquarius... My favorite sign. (laughs) Aquarians is Leo's sister sign. They are directly opposite each other on the zodiac wheel. They're on the same axis. Aquarius is the sign that kind of struggles to really envelop themselves and feel the luxuries of life because they've got x-ray vision to everything that's wrong, everything that's weird, 
Some a Leo child starts their first day of school at public school saying, "Yay, new crayons! Oh, and check out my new clothes. Don't they look so good? I picked them out myself. Oh my gosh, look at all these new friends I can make. Oh, I can't wait for field day this year. Recess with that person. It's gonna be so fun. They love it. Well, usually all fire signs because that was me in school up until high school. Fire signs love it. But an Aquarius goes to school and says." Why are we being taught that a white man founded the United States when actually they stole it from Native Americans? How can you all just sit here and take notes and take a test on something that's completely incorrect? And the poor Aquarius spins in their mind and feels so out of place because when they raise their hand, if they're brave, and say this, everybody looks at them like, what the fuck? Because they don't know what they're talking about. But Aquarius does. Aquarius, especially Aquarius risings, these are typically the placements that really embody the high side of Aquarius, which is a gift and a curse in this current day and age, because they can see everything, especially through the government systems, political systems, religious systems, they see right through it, and it drives them crazy. And if they're brave enough to actually share what they feel and see almost psychically and intuitively... They get shunned. They risk being shunned and kicked out of a community, which from a primal standpoint, this is what we all desire and crave. And we intuitively, primally know that we need communities to survive in this world. You cannot make it alone. And so that makes it very scary for an Aquarius sun, moon arising to speak up and share, hey, going to the doctor is actually bullshit. They don't, they're great for surgery, but other than that, they're killing you, actually, right? Like, you look at the Aquarius, all the Leos dancing, singing, drinking. Look at the Aquarius who's like, hey, did you know that that beer you're drinking causes autoimmunity? It's been studied and proven. And people are like, um, well, I like to get drunk with my friends. It's fun, Kappa buzz, and I've had a stressful day. So can you save your weirdo thoughts for someone else? And then Aquarius usually tucks their tail and walks away and just steps into that black sheep. Nobody gets me. Nobody understands me. And then decades down the line, drinking wine or beer is now known as being as similarly unhealthy as smoking cigarettes, right? We are getting to the point where hardly anybody smokes cigarettes because they just know every puff, bye-bye, shorten your lifespan. Whereas Aquarius, 20 years from now, sitting in the rocking chair at 75 years old is like, I told you, but don't listen to me. I'm the weirdo, right? This is Leo and Aquarius dynamic. A full moon is a time when we release. When the moon is full, it means the sun and moon are in direct opposition, which is why the moon is lit up, because the sun is directly by degree across from it, opposing it. They're playing tug of war, and that's why the sun's light is shining on the full moon, making it very bright. And this Aquarius full moon is the last of four supermoons. So it's very prominent. It's really powerful. If you look in the sky tonight or tomorrow night, it's going to be a show. It'll be beautiful. So when the sun and moon are in direct opposition in the sky, meaning it's a full moon, there is a direct opposition between our head and our heart. Again, using this in the Leo-Aquarius axis that we're currently on, Leo is ruled by the sun. It rules our ego. A lot of famous people 
are Leos or have some sort of Leo placement going on in their chart because you've got, you got a big ego in order to be famous. And this is Leo. They're all in their head. They're like, I don't care if this hurts you. I don't care if I leave my kids at home. I'm going to party. Life is meant to be enjoyed. Hey, would you rather spend that money on taking your child to the museum or the latest Berkey bag? Up the bag, sis. (laughs) That's Leo on their low side, of course. Leos, don't come for me. I know y'all got that fiery temper. But Aquarius is the heart in this situation. And it may sound bizarre because Aquarius is notoriously known to be disconnected from emotions. So, Steph, what do you mean Leo's the head, Aquarius is the heart? Aquarians are the shy, behind-the-scenes humanitarians. These are the people who are inventing iPhones, who are inventing social media. These are the people who are changing the world, but silently. They're usually the multimillionaires that you don't know are millionaires. I love it. I was just saying this on a podcast today. I love life in a sense of I could look at somebody at the gas station and judge them by how they're dressed, what they're wearing, what they're driving, and think, meh, they probably don't make much money. But that is an Aquarius who's like, actually, I'm going to pull out wads of $100 bills because I'm a multimillionaire because I invented something incredible to improve this human experience for everybody, like a porta potty or a new way for toilet paper because of COVID. That is Aquarius. Leo is famous in the arts. They move people with music, with dance, song, acting, right? Do you see this axis coming out here? So when we have a full moon, it is essentially a battle between the head and the heart, which is why we have very vivid, wild dreams. That's our subconscious, right? The sun is shining on the moon, lighting it up. And in turn, all this extra light around us is lighting up our subconscious. Who are you thinking about during the full moon? What are you thinking about? What are you dreaming about? What are some symbolisms in your dream? What's coming up for you? What feels heavy? What feels really good? Things that you thought you tucked away or things you thought you may have even healed are now coming up for you to say, wait, what is this? I thought I got over that person. I thought I was removed from that trauma. I thought I processed it. Why is it coming up again with this full moon? With the sun in Leo and the moon in Aquarius, the sun in Leo is asking us to pursue what you loved as a child. What did you do as a child that you no longer do anymore? This is the million-dollar question that really pivots your life's trajectory. What is it? I was saying on a podcast today, for me, it's rapping and singing and music. You don't see me doing that. Why? That's, that's for me to figure out. Why did I leave that behind? Why did I drop it? Would I feel more fulfilled? Would I have less adrenal fatigue if I pursued that? Probably, because my heart would be singing. And as a result, I would be sharing art with the world that moves them and creating beats for artists to go crazy on. Sorry, I'm scratching my eyes. Allergies here in the mountains are bad lately. Some physical symptoms of this full moon have been migraines headaches, allergies, feeling like you have a cold. It's all in the head. It's all headspace. So if Leo is pursue what you loved as a child, Aquarius moon, full moon is saying, because this helps the world. And you may think, well, that's egotistical. How is me being an artist or me inventing this random thing going to help the world? 
Because, my friend, you're in your heart space. And when you are connecting your head and your heart, making money, head, from doing what you love, heart, you are emanating an aura that just lifts the world eons of frequencies above what we are currently in. You know what Aquarius hates? The rat race. They can't stand it. Oh, it just weathers their soul away. These are people who are meant to work by themselves, who are meant to make their own schedule, to work really hard for a long period of time and then take a really long break until they feel like going back to work again. But Aquarius hates the rat race, and we live in a world and day and age that has conditioned us to just join it, almost like you have no other choice. Capitalistic society here and consumerism society here in America has said, hey, don't go to art school. Don't pursue astrology. Like you have to get a real job to pay off your student loans and then start a 401k. And it's just, and then we see commercials and TikToks and ads in the stores that just constantly make us feel like we don't have enough. Leo's on their low side, fall into that booby trap and say, gosh, I need the latest makeup. I need to try that shade of lipstick. I need to try that outfit. I need to get that latest cool tech gadget gear to make the best Instagram videos to get more followers and they'll never have enough until they get to the top of the mountain and they have nobody around them to enjoy the view. Aquarius sees past. They look, They an Aquarius walks into a drugstore and says, hey, why are there five aisles of makeup for women, but only one aisle of personal products for men? This doesn't make sense. What are you trying? What is the government? What are these big businesses trying to do to us? It drives them crazy. They're poor things. They're stuck in their head. A lot of Aquarians are really shy and quiet because their mental is so busy. They look at everything and dissect it and think, why are there so many Amazon boxes? Why are they just, they go deep and they want to figure out solutions to the problems that we can't even see. They're powerful people. You're blessed if you have an Aquarius in your life. I feel very blessed that I was raised by one. I owe a lot of my success and my tenacity and my grit to that Aquarius mother. But this is the Aquarius Leo full moon coming up. It's a full moon. It's a sturgeon full moon, which I shared earlier on a podcast, actually earlier on our podcast, talking about the astrology for the month. Um, sturgeons don't reproduce for 25 years. And so what, how that applies to this full moon is what have you wanted to do for the past 25 years? What has been in your heart? What are you ready to birth? What are you ready to give birth to? Leo is the actor in front of the camera. Aquarius is the director behind the scenes. Together, the big show, the big play, the big display cannot go seamlessly, cannot get a standing ovation unless these two, Aquarius Leo, are in the room. Now, with this full moon landing in the sign of Aquarius, first, look at what side of your chart Aquarius rules to see what area of life will directly be asking you, hey, no more playing small. You have got to think outside the box. You have got to shock people with an announcement of what you're going to do or where you want to go or who you want to be with. That area of life will be lit up asking you to say, hey, it's time. It's time to have some radical change. This is what Aquarius wants to do in that area of life. 
But the Aquarius Leo full moon is simply asking you, hey, where have you been going along with the rat race in order to get popular, in order to have a big group of friends, in order to have the cool photos to post on Facebook and Instagram that makes it look like you're happy and social and living the perfect life, but you're not. What area of life is that? Now, this full moon comes with a bit of somber energy. You know, earlier this week on Monday, we had the 8-8 Lions Gate. It's so interesting how Lightworkers Lounge, we came back on air a couple months ago, and our breakthrough episode was spiritual fatigue. Why do I feel so spiritually fatigued? We were on the game with that episode. Go back two months ago, early June. Listen to this where I share like these things with twin flames, karmic partners, past lives, your dharma, your destiny, these things are making me and apparently the whole collective, because that episode is still on fire, tired. We're fatigued. It's this urgency culture of be better, do better. It's no different than the makeup aisles of the drugstore saying, women, your skin's never good enough. Your eyebrows are never thick enough. It's like spiritual the spiritual world in the past few years constantly makes you feel like there's more to heal. There's more to heal. And once you heal something, there here's another one. It's like a factory line. When do you get a chance to just be? To say, hey, I'm a flawed human. I always will be. There's going to be more things that are on their way to flaw me even more. But I'm going to just be here now. Right? So with the 8-8 Lionsgate on Monday, I made a post for it, although in my gut I didn't feel the magic at all. But So I decided on Lightworkers Lounge Instagram, I made a reel. And I said to people, hey, today people are going to tell you it's a beautiful manifesting day. It's powerful. The portal is opened. You can do whatever you want. But I changed it up and I said, hey, celebrate the small wins do you have running water? Wow, you're wealthy. Do you have any food in your fridge? Even if it's just a loaf of bread, you're abundant. Celebrate the small wins with that 8-8 eight, eight lion's gate and just see the abundance that is already around you because you're, I guarantee if you stop and look around, you are surrounded by so much abundance. And I use the 8-8 eight, eight lion's gate as a chance to really celebrate and stop and look around and look at how much abundance is already around me in an effort to say, like, I don't even think I need more because this is incredible what I've got going on here. But a lot of people reported back, like, hey, yeah, I'm so sick of that bullshit. There's a portal to manifest your wildest dreams and your life and manifest more, 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 more. Why stop there? Keep going. It's toxic. It's overwhelming. It's exhausting. But the astrology of this week is very heavy. So when you have people saying, it's a full moon, woohoo, release, it's 8A, woohoo, manifest, it can make your head spin, right? Saturn is conjunct this full moon. Let me pull up my chart. By a few degrees, Saturn, the planet of self-discipline, is conjunct this big full moon in Aquarius, simply meaning they are holding hands in the sky. Saturn is really influencing the release taking place under this full moon. 
And it can make it feel, you know, Aquarius rules our hopes and our dreams for humanity and, of course, for ourselves. But with Saturn here, you may be like, well, my hope and my dream is to do this or be with this person. But Saturn sitting on top of it says, it'll never happen. You're too old. It's too late. Those type of things just don't happen to people that come from families like you. Whatever the gremlin may be, that will be Saturn. Now that's the low side of this conjunction. The high side is you sit and say, hey, this is my dream. It's probably going to take me years to achieve it, but I'm going to show up every day. And even if it's just something small or spending my entire day towards achieving it, said thing, said person, said idea, I'm going to do it. When people, I always say this, astrologers don't give Saturn enough credit. She's awesome when you feed her, when you show up to the gym to work out with her, when you listen to her and follow her rules, she leaves you a gift at your doorstep, a gift that you never saw coming, that you never thought you would achieve. But still, that's thinking ahead. Here, right now, with Saturn conjunct this full moon, it's a little heavy. It's heavy. It is what it is. So with this said, take care of yourself. Love on yourself. Watch some weird movies. Read a novel you never would thought to pick up. Aquarius full moon says, hey, let's be different. Let's do things different. Let's go talk to different people. Let's go try a different meal. Let's go walk in a different area. And the Saturn says, but go slow, right? I read a post on Instagram that said it beautifully. It's like having one foot on the gas and one foot on the brake at the same time, right? You're stuck, but you're hearing the engine rev up. So you're like, okay, I got it. I know what I'm going to do. And I don't care what people think. And I'm going for the gold. And then you get in your car and it's like, come on, why, why are my wheels spinning out, right? It's this weird energy of, yes, get going, but not yet. Does that make sense? It's this, yes, I feel so optimistic that I can achieve this dream one minute and then the wind blows and I feel like, wait, can I actually do that? That's a lot of money. That's a lot of time. How will I ever get myself out of this polar opposite spider web and jump onto the one that I really want to be on? I feel stuck. And I feel like the spiders are going to swarm me if I try and jump off. This full moon's a, a difficult one. I'll just say it with that. She's got a lot of aspects to her that make her feel even more heavy. So it's even hard for me to record this because my own brain is just feeling heavy. I'm not up to par with my hydration. I need to go get on that. But... Stay hydrated, relax, use, be more of a visionary than a go-getter right now, but know that the go-getter is going to come back because Mars is in Taurus saying, let's go, let's charge at this, but just accept that today and tomorrow and probably all the way until this weekend is, again, going to feel like there's a foot on the gas and a foot on the brake. Whoa, what do I do? I want to run out the gate, but I know I shouldn't because that's that's taking the cookies out of the oven while they're still too doughy and then you can't even pick it up to take a bite. Just relax. Take a deep breath and enjoy this full moon. Guys, I have a Spotify playlist called It's a Full Moon. If you have Spotify, just look up Lightworkers Lounge and there's so many playlists for you to enjoy that I make for free just because I love connecting through music. And with that said, I love you. And I'm sending you lots of love from the San Juan Mountains here in Colorado. Enjoy this full moon. 
follow us on Instagram at cosmic underscore 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 coconut. I'm going to post Aquarius full moon horoscopes over there in the next 30 minutes. So it's super fun. Go check it out. Thank you for listening to Lightworkers Lounge. Thank you for supporting me. This full moon is hitting off my 10th house of career. So I'm just feeling like, whoa, what's next? I'm ready to break through the ceiling. But it's like, what's next? I've got all that energy, right? One foot on the gas pedal. Like, whoo, I'm feeling good about what I've done, what I've accomplished. But what do I do next? I feel stuck because I don't know. That's this dynamic. If the full moon is hitting off your fourth house of home, you may be feeling like, okay, I'm ready to go. I know what I need, but where do I go? Where do I want to live? I'm not sure, right? Just relax. Let your brain feel flatlined. Please stay hydrated. It's truly important because this full moon, being a super full moon, is pulling the water out of you. So hydration is key. Don't get caught up in your thoughts. Take a sip of water. I will see you guys probably in a few days back here on the podcast or on Instagram. Happy full moon.